Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational show. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast produced by Limitless Broadcasting. And featuring Dan. And featuring Dan. <laughs> there we go. That's my intro. <laughs> oh, boy. How's it going? How's it going? Uh, Hello, Pixie Dusters. Good to see you. Good to see oh you Oh, my gosh. Uh, why do I feel like today is just going to be one epic struggle for everybody? <laughs> I'm good. I'm ready to go. Y'all the ones who are all like... Maybe it is just over here. <laughs> Oh, okay. Ashley, are you okay? You know, are you, you hitting the ganja right I, now? You got the. I, I, I don't got know. Some... What's I have no coffee in me. Oh, um, there we go. Uh, okay. That answers. That's probably my problem. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so what are we talking about, Sammy? Let's just. <laughs> We're going to talk about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little, a little bit of a depressing movie, but you know, it's okay. I'm going to tackle oh. it. Parts it has a lot were. of good stuff. I enjoyed the movie, but I it was honestly it was not as depressing mm-hmm. as I thought it was going to be because like I thought it was going to be mostly focused on you know Chadwick Boseman, which it mm-hmm. was, and mm-hmm. that part like wrecked my heart. Yeah. But oh it was also really, it was like a fantastic story too. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I agree. Okay, our listeners, there is going to be spoilers. We are going yes. to spoil this movie. I yeah. am going to tell you what happens because I have thoughts on it. They're probably going to do it as well. So if you have not watched Wakanda forever and you don't want to know what happens, go watch it before you listen to this episode. Just, Mm -hmm. I needed to get that out there because there's a lot going on in this. Mm -hmm. And there was hoops that happened that I didn't know was coming. So I don't want it to be ruined for you. Yeah, that's fair. Because it just came on Disney Plus February 1st. Literally did. Yeah. 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 Yeah, We're not usually this quick sometimes. (laughs) We're talking about stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
just saying. I think we've only done it with like a Star Wars show and that was it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyways. And okay. Hocus Pocus too. <laughs> oh, true. True. We did that like right away. And we'll be doing The Mandalorian pretty fast after the last yep, episode. We will. So, yeah. We'll always do uh, just things. Yeah, yeah, I haven't started it yet either. I Stay will not be waiting until yet. she can binge it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. So, nope, no worries. Oh, that's I right. I forget Disney releases it episode by episode. I'm week by week. Still yeah. not used mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, I need to binge Andor. Maybe that's what I'll do while I'm doing my chores today is start yeah. binging Andor. Do that. I haven't seen Andor either. I'm so behind on my Star Wars stuff. I am too, which is odd for me. Yeah. Because they're putting more content out. More stuff. To no, I too. blame the fact that I have somebody else who watches media with me, and we have to go back and forth. Mm, that's true. You need to put your foot down. Watched a lot of John Wick. Exactly. We put watched... your foot down. Be like, I'm tired of this nonsense, Brett. Do you watch the second Harry Potter with me? I blame the fact that I'm just lazy as frick when it comes to <laughs> uh, you know catching up with Phil. With a, uh, I can agree with the lazy part. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Not in my general life, just when it comes to consuming content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's other stuff to do. We have work and lives exactly. and, yeah. you exactly. know. I tend to watch a lot of stuff, but I always forget to watch, like, the Disney stuff sometimes, which mm-hmm. is bad. Really? That's all I'm in is Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, The Last of Us, I'm caught up on that. Like, at HBO shows, Showtime, yeah. Oh, I'm supposed to ask you, do you think The Last of Us is the best show ever? The best show ever? Yes. That's, a like, a tall order. I don't, like generally picking the best of anything a certain person is how very dare good. you enter into the same category as stranger things that is the best show <laughs> certain... ever you don't touch <laughs> stay away from a that. certain person from that, at yeah. a certain podcast says it's the best show ever and um, a significant other wanted me to inquire with you to see if he was it, right or wrong okay <laughs> it is a very very good show it's easy it was easy for us to binge the episode well the very first episode was like a mini movie it's like an hour and 40 minutes or something that's oh, like dang. pretty long but it was not slow it was good setting up the story and i thought like it's another zombie thing uh-huh. seriously no it's so good the zombies are a little bit different than your walking Normal. dead zombies yeah mm-hmm. so i really liked it but <laughs> best show ever i mean I, that's that's relative you know mm-hmm. like i feel like that's <laughs> oh, hard for me to just label <laughs> it that way so it's highly enjoyable I know he talked about he liked The Walking Dead and gave up on it. Me too. Yeah. Like, right? He stopped Kidding. watching it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he talked about that on the show. I he- haven't been listening to the show lately because I'm actually there on the couch downstairs in the living uh-huh. room playing with uh, their little doggies. Dog yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you cool. kind of get a firsthand experience of the show. Like you mm-hmm. get to be there during it. Yes. Are you listening? Can, hear- can you hear it? Oh, okay. uh, I can hear when they get loud but which is a lot everything gotcha. uh but it's it's entertaining because i just i take a book with me and pixel comes up and lays down oh, next to me and please. snuggles and i read and he's right there and it's so cute mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah i'm pretty the sure he said horrible he's he is super cute i like it when he's on the show when he makes that cameo he has his own insta account does he oh yes. i'll have to look for that Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Brad said he was watching it up until like the notorious season where several people got killed off and then he stopped. Probably. Yeah, which is where we stopped too. So you can tell him I think it's better than The Walking Dead. Okay. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. 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 We're off topic already. God, already. Ashley, why? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is what happens, right? So many rabbit trails. Uh, yeah, people, what's funny is uh, when it's just me on my own podcast. 
I have to keep track of myself. And that's she literally does difficult. it on her show. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, what? What is she talking about now? And then she's like, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> back to the topic I chose and put together for the episode where I'm talking by myself. It's so funny. It's just like a thing with creative people. We just go on rabbit trails. I do that in my own head sometimes. Right. You just get distracted. Yeah. You just, woo. Mm -hmm. It's a thing. It yeah. is. So Wakanda Forever. Let's try yeah. this again. So we have a summary for Wakanda Forever. Okay. So Queen Ramonda, Shuri Mbaku Okeya. Okeye. How did you say that? Okoye. Okoye. Thank you. I was like, there you go. Like when I hear it. Okay. And Dora fight to protect their nation from the intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa. King T'Challa's death. As Wakandans survive or strive to embrace their next chapter, the heroes must band together with the help of war dog Nakia and Everett Ross and forge a new path for the kingdom of Wakanda. Can I just say, mm -hmm. I know we're going to get into it later, but can I just say the fact that they included in the movie that Chakala didn't even tell his subjects about like the sick mm -hmm. by the time his family and people knew he was battling a sickness it was too late like they mirrored it from real life real to life. there mm -hmm. I thought that was so powerful and mm -hmm. so good to do yeah I agree and I wasn't expecting that at the beginning I was just like oh, I wasn't either oh okay I kind of was like it was considering how important or how I don't know important, but like how impactful it was. Mm -hmm. I didn't see this being just a normal Marvel intro. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I kind of like as soon as I heard Shuri like whispering, like before the even first scene even came up, I was like, okay, yeah, they did mm -hmm. this right. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I really like the way, like you were just saying, the way they put the intro together. It's all black. You hear her talk. Mm -hmm. You see the panic. Everything going down. Yeah. And then we move into the Marvel intro with no sound, which they did specifically mm -hmm. for Chadwick to yeah. honor him. So, and then all the Chadwicks up there, I was like, "This oh my is gosh, it was all perfect. right, all right, Marvel." <laughs> I was You're crying. getting me <laughs> tears at yeah. the very beginning, but I loved that. I thought it was so mm -hmm. good. It was. Such it was. A great I'll probably honor. cry during this podcast. It's intense at times. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, still trying to move on. So they had a couple taglines for the movie. Uh, first one was forever. And I remember seeing this on some of the movie posters. Mm -hmm. uh, Wakanda forever, long live Wakanda, and then for honor for legacy for Wakanda. And I thought those were all really good. Yeah. Yeah. And a way to kind of show we're going to be honoring Chadwick in a way. And then also, but we're not going to end the story. So mm, yeah. I thought it was a good way to kind of tie everything together. Absolutely. Yeah. This one is rated PG-13. It's an action-adventure fantasy movie. Director was Ryan Coogler. Producer, of course, Kevin Feige. Duh. Nate Moore, writer Kevin Coogler, and Joe Robert Cole. It was in theaters November 11th, 2022. And then, as we said, it starts streaming on Disney+. Plus. If you haven't seen it, again, please go watch it on February 1st, 2023. It's budget $250 million. And its gross was four hundred and fifty three point seven million. Oh. Yeah, opening weekend it made a respectable one hundred eighty one point three million, which I'm not surprised mm -hmm. at all. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I knew this was going to be like explosive. Mm hmm. Exactly. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. I mean, just the fact that Black Black Panther did amazing mm -hmm. the first time around, mm -hmm, the very first and time. then with the 
the fact that Chadwick was such a beloved actor mm-hmm. and losing him, like it, it struck the whole world. I'm I oh, yeah. honest, I'm gonna be honest, I'm shocked it didn't make more an opening weekend mm-hmm. just because of everything that that this movie kind of represents with everything that happened. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um I would have been I wouldn't have been shocked if it made its budget in the opening weekend. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, theaters are not doing as well as they used to. No, a lot of people do wait for streaming now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But we're not going to have exact numbers on that because, you know, Disney. So, mm. yeah. Uh, it's runtime. It's two hours and 41 minutes. So it's a little bit longer of a movie, but I think it was perfect. Didn't mm. seem like it dragged or anything at all. So, no, not at know. all. Mm-hmm. It's got a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb right now, 84%. Uh, critics enjoyed it according to Rotten Tomatoes and 94% according to the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm kind of surprised IMDb is sitting at a 6.8. Yeah, what is wrong with IMDb users? What the heck? I think in general, IMDb users are haters. <laughs> I think they like to go on and trash movies just to trash them. People just I don't, don't like joy. Yeah, I don't know, like, the core people on there doing it. I don't know age range or anything like that. But I do feel like IMDb in general is full of just haters. You like to just trash right It's not what it used can. to be. Like, it used to be kind of a pristine, like, place mm-hmm. to go see genuine, you know, yeah. information and genuine film critics. Yeah. Now it's just it's like every other social media. Anyone can exactly. make an account. Anybody can have access to it. And anybody mm-hmm. can review the crap out of whatever they want to do on whatever they purpose want. just mm-hmm. to ruin things. I agree. It's so yeah. sad. I agree. That's why I like to look at Rotten Tomatoes too and kind of get a better mm-hmm. idea. Well, because Rotten Tomatoes also gives you the the like the difference between um the credit like the yeah the to see what the critics right. they try to be paid to do this balanced. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> and and then the audience exactly yeah. yeah and I feel like less people go over at Rotten Tomatoes to like bomb scores so mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. that just makes me sad. It's just annoying, freaking IMDb. Anyways, so we got a great cast. We have Letitia Wright as Shuri, a.k.a. the new Black Panther. I feel like most of us saw that coming, but it was still a great reveal. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. it. Uh, So if you don't know, she was the princess of Wakanda who designs new technology for the nation. Super Mm -hmm. smart. Love her. Mm -hmm. We've got Lupito Nyong'o as Nakia. She's a former war dog, undercover spy, and she's from the River Tribe. I love her, too. She's an amazing actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Denai Guerrera as, okay, okay do it again. <laughs> I know I'm going to butcher the name. Okay. Okay. Okoye. Thank you. I'm just like, I don't know what the struggle is with it. Uh, so anyway, so um, she is the general and, you know, she leads the, the all-female special mm-hmm. forces. She is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Winston Duke is M'Baku, a, pro- a powerful warrior and leader of the Mountain Tribe. Mm-hmm. We have Florence Kasumba as Ayo as a member and second in command who later becomes the general. And Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams, who's a new character, an MIT student and genius inventor from Chicago. She creates a suit of armor that rivals the one built by Tony Stark, aka mm-hmm. Iron Man. So she will be back mm-hmm. in other projects coming up. Very and based on what I've seen, I believe she's going to be Ironheart. She is Ironheart. Yep, yeah. that's it. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep, and we will be talking about her next week. Why did I not put week. those two together? That she's Ironheart. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, but I I liked her. She, I yeah. thought she was, it was a good intro for her. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where they go with her. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
And then we have Michaela Cole as Anika, a just a warrior. Um, Mabel Kadina as Namora, and then Tenoch Huerta Meja as Namor. And he was he was very a mixed character for me <laughs> about how I felt about well, him. Well, that's how he is. Like I, I don't really know anything about him, but based yeah. on some conversations I've had, he's always been sort of a you know a little bit of both. Like uh, he's mm-hmm. he's he's jaded, but you understand him. He is noble, right. but mm-hmm. up to a point. Like he's kind of. You know he's I he's in that realm, torn. in that world. Very yes, torn. I'm glad. I'm glad. Very very agreed. torn with him because <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, I hate you, but I really I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I really didn't hate him till towards the end. Mm. But even then, I just I couldn't really. I yeah. hated yeah. him. I hated him. Spoiler: I hated him when the, he killed the queen. That's that really yes, mm. that is once yeah, that, that happened. Was I was it. like, all right, buddy. I I understand you're trying to protect your people, but I'm done with you. Yeah, that definitely. Yes. Oh my get under my skin. That was the twist that I'm like, what do you? She just we just lost to Colin. Now we're gonna lose the queen. What? Right, I was like, I was like, stop killing everyone. I was so angry. Yes. Yeah. I was so angry. Yes. Yes. And poor Sherry. Now she literally has no family. I right. know, but I guess that's part of her new character build up. I mean, I get it, but oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So difficult. Anyway, let's let's run through the last couple of people. Uh, so then we have Martin Freeman as Everett K. Ross, who's part of the CIA. Love him. And then Julia Louis-Dreyfus as Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, who's the new director of the CIA, and she will be popping up in future projects as well. All I see is um, her character from Seinfeld. Elaine. As soon as she popped up, all I saw was Elaine the whole time. I'm like, what's really? Elaine doing in this movie? Oh my like, gosh, I couldn't. I couldn't pull like i couldn't separate it for some reason i was trying and i just couldn't so it just was comical to me that she was now the new director of the cia Mm -hmm. well Well, when i see martin freeman part of me sees bilbo when i see martin freeman so kind of with you there yeah i don't see bilbo i see um watson from sherlock watson's fair yeah Yeah, it's fair that's what i see yeah martin's been in a lot of stuff so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. And then last one is Angela Bassett as Ramonda, the sovereign queen. No longer, but she was of Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah. Difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the way it goes sometimes. So, all right, let's do some trivia about this fun film. This is the 30th film in the MCU. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was just like, okay, all right, that's a big deal. Uh, Tenoch. Tenoch Huerta, who plays the ruler of the underwater kingdom, actually did not know how to swim. So when Ryan Coogler offered him the role and asked about his swimming skills, Huerta simply replied, I've never drowned before. So he took swimming lessons in preparation for the role. I did see in another place that they referenced that multiple actors were not great swimmers. So multiple actors took swimming lessons, but wasn't sure. This is the only one I found specific to him. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if you don't live in a place where there's a lot of pools or you don't go swimming all the time, like, yeah, we might know the basics, but do we really, I mean, do we, any three of us know how to do what they had to do for no, this? This is a bit swimming? different. Like, it's a bit different. I mean, how many of us training for that. Yeah. How many of us who aren't professional swimmers learn to swim just by dog paddling and still kind of do that? I mean, right. like, yeah. Link, yeah, this is well, a I mean, like I can do the stroke and stuff, but like, usually I'm just like. Just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, just hanging out. Whatever. It's fine. 
a lot of this seems like diving skills and 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 yeah. uh, no, snorkeling no. skills. I would surely like, die. <laughs> like, all of nope. us would die. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was fair. You know, like yeah, especially when I saw multiple actors took swimming lessons. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes sense. So if you notice, there's lots of subtitles in this movie. So mm-hmm. the Wakandan is translated in yellow subtitles. The Tolokanen in blue and French and Spanish are in white. So this one, you can kind of see which different languages they're speaking. Like Nakia approaches a woman in Mexico and she speaks Spanish and then she switches to the Tolokanen and the text turns blue to prove mm-hmm. that she's speaking the language correctly. So yeah, mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah. So that was a good way, I guess, to separate them. Cool way to say, you also see that in comic books as well. Like whenever mm-hmm. you have different characters who are so vastly different, mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll do the bubble clouds in different fonts, different colors, things like that. Okay. So it's like, it's a good way to separate them here, but then it's also very like in line with, you know, a comic book movie as well. That's so cool. yeah, it's like a bunch of, it's like a bunch of different things. It's, it's pretty sweet. I didn't know that. Okay. Right. There you go. All right. Uh, one of the items of news that runs along the bottom of the news scenes refers to Scott Lang and his book, Look Out for the Little Guy, a plot point in the movie that just came out, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. So we got a little tie-in right there, as Marvel likes to do, sneaking in little Easter eggs. And with the runtime, as we said, of two hours and 41 minutes, this is the second longest film in the MCU behind Avengers Endgame, which has a runtime of three hours and one minute. And this is the longest solo MCU film, Dethroning the Eternals. I don't remember how long the Eternals was, but there you go. But I thought this was better than the Eternals, so. I didn't even see that one. I I don't know if I would bother, honestly. Yeah, I don't, I remember the name. I don't remember people, what what they were saying. I don't even remember which characters, like, I don't, I just remember the title. I saw it and I couldn't tell you. That's all I remember. Jolie in the Eternals. Who? Angelina Jolie? Yes, she is. It's the only thing I remember. Yeah, she's like one of the main people. That's huh. hmm. okay. fine. Whatever. Okay. So the exterior sequence on the MIT campus was actually filmed on the MIT campus. Hmm. And it's apparently rare for them to grant permission, but Ryan Coogler was persistent. So they got to film on there. But the dorm room is obviously set. But the yeah. um but the actual outside they went there. So nice. it's very cool. And I guess they they told the kids it was for a different movie, but I'm pretty sure people probably kind of figured it out. Just saying. Yeah. Those kids are not stupid. They go to MIT for a reason. They're going to see the actors. They're going to be like, okay, yeah, this is like, not for anything other than a Marvel movie. Yeah, look who's standing band. there. Like, really? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely for uh like, It's Shari, it's a Koye. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Uh, so... Sheree's hair is short a year after T'Challa's death, as research shows that many cultures of the African content feature shaving your head as part of the mourning process. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting. I loved her hairstyle in this movie. I know. I was I like, I could jealous. not take my eyes off of it. I'm like, I wish I could rock that. I know. I was just like, look at her. She looks so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Even oh. like in the bald head, like, no. Mm-mm. Like all that stuff, like bald mm-hmm. head, short hair, no. I'm like, I would look like a straight clown, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) You guys look awesome. Uh, So if you remember, there's a scene on the bridge that was filmed on a back lot with a 250-foot fake bridge road. And the fight choreography was so intense and exhaustive um, that when combined with post-production work, the sequence took nearly a year to complete. 
That's a lot wow. of work for one for that one scene. That's a lot. Angela Bassett is the seventh person and first woman to receive an Oscar nomination for portraying a comic book character. I thought that was very cool. Nice. Angela Bassett, she deserves it, of course. And getting back to our fun death, Angela Bassett was unaware of Queen Ramona's ultimate fate until she got to the page in the script where it revealed her death, meaning that she portrayed Ramonda as though she would survive the film's events. I mean, it, yeah. Yeah. That just makes it even harder. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like life. Mm -hmm. That's like real life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's probably better, but still, that would be terrible. Turn the page and you're like, wait a second. Mm -hmm. I'm dead. Great. Yeah. So here's something actually fun. Near the end of the film's production, director Ryan Coogler was arrested during filming in Atlanta after being mistaken for a bank robber. But it didn't really slow down production. He was released shortly later and they were able to finish in Puerto Rico. So I read this and that was that was basically all IMDb had. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna need some more information. So I Googled it to see what exactly happened so he was in atlanta he was attempting to make a withdrawal from his account with bank of america and then teller received an alert on his account according to the police report obtained by cnn because the amount was more than ten thousand dollars the teller notified her superior that she thought kugler was trying to rob the bank and then 911 was called and apparently uh, kugler had written a note on the back of his withdrawal strip stating that he wanted the money to be counted discreetly because of the amount so I guess it all just added up to the teller freaking out and calling the police. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I feel if, like they should be able to flag these accounts somehow and be like, this is a big time movie guy. Right. Please, please do well, not call the cops on like, this gentleman. Uh, this is what he have- looks like. Please do not call the police. I mean, they're able to pull up the account to see if they even have the money in there. So if she's looking at his account screen and sees that he has, well, I don't know, a hundred thousand and he wants 10, like she shouldn't be freaking out. Like, yes, there is like these laws now that you have to flag if you do more uh, than so much, um, like to a certain amount of withdrawal, you then Mm -hmm. have to legally uh, notify the government or whatever right right which but she should have like, she no just notified hey this person to... exactly like why'd she have a panic that, like right i mean he wasn't wearing a mask and looking no, threatening he's just standing there like please don't be obvious that you're counting out this money which i would mm-hmm. be like hello i don't want everybody in here to know yeah, that i'm getting right. 10 grand he didn't want to be robbed yes so yeah the bank manager should have honest she should have gotten the bank manager and the bank manager should have handled it yeah i was surprised there were more steps between that and then i'm going well she probably hit the panic button yeah she probably didn't call her manager she She should have followed protocol and kept her freaking mouth shut like do your job don't have a panic attack yeah yeah oh my gosh so that was a very interesting story out of atlanta yeah that's Mm -hmm. hilarious Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Uh, so if you remember, there's a scene where Shuri exits water, but her clothes aren't wet when she's. I did. Um, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. But that's because they filmed it in reverse. And I was like, oh, kind of figured duh. that, which. Uh, yeah. It's um, amazingly yeah. choreographed, too, because like usually mm-hmm. when they do that technique, you can kind of tell. 
yeah that's like moving in reverse they did a really good job at making it yeah, look like normal i agree i don't think you can tell really at all yeah like that's hard to do mm -hmm. so good job bravo leticia bravo. Mm -hmm. uh, winston duke improvised the line you bald-headed demon when he was yelling that do you remember when they're getting in their big fight about what to do oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah mbaku yeah and yeah he's, yeah it but that line just made me laugh the way he yelled it at her so i thought it was funny i love he it he's, he's it. become one of my favorite characters yeah he's pretty freaking funny yeah, <laughs> i like him great. well and at the end he's like he's challenging to be the king like right mm -hmm. because sure he's like i'm not doing this i'm not gonna be mm -hmm. queen yeah exactly so she's busy yeah he would make an interesting king i'm curious to see what kind of king he would make because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. he's very much like a warrior he's very much like brute right. force but he does have a sense of leadership but it's kind of his own style of leadership mm -hmm. and there's a softness so. to him and we got to there's see a softness yeah mm -hmm. which is good. talking to shuri mm -hmm. yeah which is a good thing yeah right so, so it's like I, there's I, a lot more layers to him than just you know when mm -hmm. a you know mm -hmm. yeah. i got really but. confused in that scene too like uh -huh. when he started when he came up in all white and was like being very like loving and and mm -hmm. supportive mm -hmm. of her and how he was talking to her i'm like this isn't mbaku is it mm -hmm. it looks like him like i thought it was a totally different character for a minute like it mm -hmm. took me a minute to absorb the fact that this is that brute warrior mm -hmm. person that was being so wise and gentle and i'm like it was a it was like a jolt but it was mm -hmm. good it was good. i was glad yeah i like the character development so Mm -hmm. yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, so we got a bunch of stuff now about Chadwick. I no saved it all for the end. Yeah. For this movie, the Marvel Studios intro features exclusively Chadwick Boseman, as we said at the beginning, as T'Challa to pay tribute to him after his passing. And this is the first one with no music. All of that just for him. Mm -hmm. uh, Chadwick had initially signed up for a five picture deal with Marvel Studios back in 2014. So this film would have been his final contractual appearance um in a live action as as black panther in the mcu wow. so this would have been it he didn't make it unfortunately so wow yeah um chadwick bosman's brother derek has spoken out against the idea of retiring the character of t'challa rather than recasting he believes that his brother wouldn't have been so egotistical as to want the character to die with him and instead would want the character's journey to continue so I thought that was an interesting take on it, that he was like, oh, you should recast it. But what I heard or watched, I don't know, I can't remember if I read this or watched a video or something, but basically like they all got together, like Kevin Feige and the writers, and you know, they're just like, what are we going to do about this movie? Like it's, it's like ready to go essentially. Now we got to figure out what we're going to do. And it was basically instantaneous that they all were like, we're not recasting him. Like mm -hmm. we can't do it because of Chadwick is a person to them. He's not just the character. And I think that's mm -hmm. why. Yeah, it. so I can see Chadwick because of the man he was mm -hmm. saying that. Like, I believe that Derek is right. I think right. Chadwick would have probably said, if he had time to say it before he passed, just recast me. Like, it's, I'm, I am, uh, I don't think he's egotistical enough to, to mm -hmm. think mm -hmm. that he's the only one who can play T'Challa. Right. But the problem with that is it's T'Challa... And Chadwick in general just has been such an icon for um, like the change in our environment when it comes to uh, black actors and and mm -hmm. just that I mean his movie was the first movie where there was no other there was no like 
Caucasian actors except for that one because mm-hmm. he's randomly everywhere mm-hmm. but it, it was a big moment for their culture and it because it was such a oh what's the word I'm looking for um because it was such an impact not just mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. an impact in everyone's cultures mm-hmm. and in how we all look at each other mm-hmm. that to try to replace someone to play T'Challa the way Chadwick did mm-hmm. I feel like would just it it would lessen the character mm-hmm. like it would it, that's just my own thoughts I don't know yeah. what you guys are thinking but I'm glad they didn't recast him I think it would have been a bad idea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there would have been a lot of comparison too and it wouldn't have been fair to whoever the actor would have been mm-hmm. and that happens in every recasting like mm-hmm. it we don't want well, this movie to be turned into just a a a comparison game Right. Rarely do we have a recasting where we like the new person that's casted. Like we're mm-hmm. gonna have a whole war about this this summer with Dumbledore. Like there's oh, just God. Mm-hmm. Well, we had no I have so many thoughts already. <laughs> I know. And that's what I mean. I'm, when I'm we recast a character, mm-hmm. when we recast a character, yeah. there's there's issues. People don't look at the movie, they look at the character, and we need them to look at the movie. Right. Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to get at. That's probably more with main characters because they recast Rhodey and he um, Don Cheadle actually did better than the first. That guy. is fair. I do so enjoy John, Don Cheadle's interpretation yeah. of the character. I like him a lot, and I'm glad he's like. At, at first, I wasn't sure, but the fact that he's been with it so long, he added so much more to it than mm-hmm. yeah to the yeah. character than I forget the I, first guy's name. I just forgot that Don Cheadle didn't start off as Warhammer. That's bad. Well, it was one movie. <laughs> it was though. It was only one movie. Way, and he was way... barely there. He was like, he was. That was one of the movies where he was just there for like a blimp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was secondary, like full fledged, like yeah. upfront secondary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He played him well, but evidently him and Robert Downey Jr. didn't really get along very well. That's so. the rumor. There's a big pay discrepancy issue. Yeah. And... Well, the other guy wasn't that big of an actor. Actors. Yeah. Humans. Humans. I think Not actors are. Actors. I think actors are a bit worse, but yes, <laughs> humans. Mm. No, you look at sports. You look at any, any. Yeah, I think it's just humans in general. Mm. I mean, it's famous humans are the worst. Sure, we can go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. All right, so Rihanna immediately wanted to get involved with Wakanda Forever from the moment she saw the first trailer and recorded the song Lift Me Up as a personal tribute to Chadwick Boseman. And I was just like, that's beautiful, and I loved it. Mm -hmm. And that song was very moving, so Mm -hmm. good job. Bravo. And last one, the license plate of the prisoner transport that was carrying Everett Ross reads CD. 112976 for Chadwick and his birthday of November 29th, 1976. I did not notice that. Wow. I only noticed because I read this first. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> but I was looking for it and I was like, there it is. I see it. So yeah, I thought that was very cool too. Little sneaky ways to, to mm-hmm. add extra tributes to him besides yeah. the obvious. Yeah. Oh boy. So let's see. I have not looked at everybody's I haven't put like my full. Oh, this stuff isn't in there. too bad. Dan's manifesto is not too bad today. So yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I kept it at least. You know, it was like what six points, five points. I don't yeah, know. yeah. There you go. It's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. All right, take it away. Oh, is that me? Yes. Yeah, you. You. Okay. You're next. Go. 
Okay, I gotta, I, I gotta pull it up. I gotta pull it up. Hang on. Hang wow, on. so unprepared after all this time on the podcast. Do you imagine? I'm, I'm prepared. I just had it minimized. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. I mean, this was just a movie that was just powerful. Um, sure. You know, there's really no way around it. It was. I mean, it's. It's. I feel like this movie was really more than just a superhero movie. I mean, they all kind of do that. All the Marvel films kind of do that. But this one. And really most Black Panther movies, like they or this one and the first one, they really go pretty deep. Um, like there's a lot more themes to explore or that they really mm-hmm. take their time to flesh out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in addition to being obviously a beautiful tribute to Chadwick Boseman, um, you know, I, I kind of went in thinking the movie was primarily going to be that, which mm-hmm. understandable, but I was like, here we go, time to get sad for two and a half hours. You know, so I was like, okay, how's how's this going to go? But it really was a lot more than that. Like they Mm -hmm. did an amazing job honoring him and then telling the story of Wakanda and continuing the legacy and, you know, seeing that it has, you know, continuing many places for it to go. And um, yeah, I was really happy to see where Shuri's going to go because she was another one of my favorite characters in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And I like that she was kind of the main, you know, this was her journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Uh, um, and uh, so, yeah, so there's that. Um, and I also see, I, I see a lot of like the similar to the first one, there's an ongoing theme of like vengeance and what it actually does, you know, and how in, many ways you know vengeance is 100 percent justified and at the same time it's also a force that will eventually consume you which is demonstrated in several different characters even beginning in civil war i mean it was with t'challa in the beginning you know he was consumed by revenge for his father yep. and then you know in black panther we see that with killmonger and then now we see it with shuri so we see the force of vengeance while it's definitely something that is you know like i said has every reason and every right to exist and then you but you then you see how it eventually turns inward and how it does rob you of your humanity mm-hmm. you know um so i see a lot so it's, it's really cool how they explored you know that theme and yep and, he, and, and even with like um you know with with namor like it's those it nothing's ever really black and white you know and there's um and most more again a lot of marvel movies explore that but i feel like it's more prominent in uh, in this movie, it's like every side that had that is fighting for something, and while there are opposing forces, and while people die, and you get angry, you want one hundred you one hundred percent. There we go. Understand why it's happening. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like you want to be angry, and at the same time, you're like, I don't, I don't know what I'm feeling right now. You know, that's very much a it's very much a human thing, very a, mm-hmm. a step back on humanity. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and that kind of brings me around to my next point, which is the fight between, um, you know, Wakanda and Talakan. Um, in that, while it's, you know, like I said, it's easy to hate him more. It's easy to hate him for what he's doing and how he's attacking, you know, this this world that we've grown to love. You totally understand him. You 100% understand why he's doing what he's doing. And in some ways, you kind of want to root for him because he's protecting his people just as much as Wakanda is. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like... Yeah, it's like what we were saying earlier. Like, I really, really want to hate you. And at the same time, I get you. And then you kill the queen. It's like, all right, screw this guy. <laughs> yeah, he just went down on my list. <laughs> like, at that point, I'm just like, all right, buddy, we're uh, we're done. Yeah. We're done. 
Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, and then bringing to the end the final showdown between Shuri and Namor. Like, I have to admit, I was a little annoyed and cringing a bit when you know she had him on the ground. She had the spear right up to his throat. And I was like, please don't do the, like, I'm going to spare your life at the end because I'm not like you. Like, don't, this guy killed your mom. Like, screw this guy. Let's, let's mm -hmm. kill, you know, yeah, done with him. Like, so it's like, I was, please don't do the, just, I'm going to be noble at the last minute. And then when she decided not to kill him, I was like, ah, oh, here we go. The number, you know, the whole whatever. But then they showed the reasons why she was doing it, mm -hmm. you know, in that, like, how did I write it? It was like. It wasn't the, you know, a lot of times when you see this trope of like, uh, I'm not going to kill you because I'm not like you, but mm -hmm. it was the exact opposite here. She's like, I'm not going to kill you because I'm too much like you. We both yeah. lost yep. way too much and we both have way too many responsibilities and we both have just as many people that we have to protect, you know? So at that moment, it was like, she spared his life, but it wasn't really about her or about him. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. about the things bigger than both of them. You know, it's like, we are jaded but our people don't have to be mm -hmm. you know so it's like mm -hmm. i'm sparing your life so nobody else has to deal with what we're dealing with and it's like that's one of the one of those powerful themes of leadership mm -hmm. and uh mm -hmm. you know there's like there's so much you can take out of that and so much you can you know learn from that like that montage when you're seeing just the comparisons like are almost identical you know of, of mm -hmm. their lives you know yeah. between yeah. his life and her life and everything they grew up with and everything they lost and everything they had to overcome the positions they were thrust in without asking to be that they didn't want you know in a lot of ways they really didn't ask for it they didn't want but here they are and um i was like okay okay you're right you're right you know um so yeah the uh so there's there's my my serious points and not for the fun ones mm -hmm. uh I loved how Okoye was so annoyed with the whole superhero motif. Did you ever notice that? Like every time mm -hmm. Shuri brought up the was it the uh was it Midnight Angel or Night Angel or whatever it was? Mm -hmm. the, the suit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okoye just sees just like, really? <laughs> like she's just, you know, Night Angel, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, she doesn't need silly outfits. She doesn't need a, you know, she doesn't need a secret superhero name. Like, she is a Koye. She's Wakandan. She's a hero. She, or she's mm -hmm. not a hero. She's a warrior. Like, do not mess with me. You mm -hmm. know, kind of like Thor in a lot of ways. Like, you know, Thor is Thor. Okoye is Okoye. Like, I don't need a superhero. I am what I am. Do not get in my way. Mm -hmm. I was like, I like you. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. her. She's a great, great character. Mm -hmm. Um. And then, um, you know, was very happy to see, uh, you know, Michael B. Jordan returning for his brief role as Killmonger, technically, or mm -hmm. it's the part of Shuri's, like, spirit psyche that she was unconsciously pursuing. I was like, mm -hmm. that's a really, you know. I uh, loved it. Oh, I, I loved I it, too. I loved Just, it, too. It's like, he, it's, it's like I, I love seeing characters represent the darker side of humanity, but the more understandable side of humanity. It's like that, you know, that darker part of ourselves that, you know, mm -hmm. that we kind of tend to avoid, but sometimes is necessary to go into and kind yes. of see, you know, so it's like, he's the, uh, he's the part of us that we're all afraid of, the part of, you know, yes. part of the human psyche that we're all afraid of, but is necessary. Well, and I think everyone, when, when that scene was coming up, I feel like what you think is going to happen is she's going to see her mom mm -hmm. or she's going to see, or she's going to hear like a version of her brother or her right. father. Like, 
you think like when you think of like going to that side that side of the spiritual realm Mm -hmm. you're gonna have someone there to encourage you you don't sit there and think oh the enemy of my Mm -hmm. family is going Mm -hmm. to be sitting here telling me i'm just like him because i'm going after the same thing right and i thought it i feel like the i feel like the black panther movies always take what we think is gonna we 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 expect and then twist it to what reality should be like dan you were just talking yes. about we're scared of seeing that side of ourselves mm-hmm. so i i thought it was so brilliant as soon as i when she said as soon as she said you or whatever line mm-hmm. it was before we saw michael b jordan's face i'm like oh, it's him yeah, yeah, and yeah. There it was. i nerded yes. out i definitely nerded out yeah it was a great scene mm-hmm. great it scene. was yeah great scene it's like we think we're ascending into heaven no we're descending into hell Nope. Pretty much. And we're coming back forged in fire. And that's where she was <laughs> mentally. Scorched. So it yeah. all made sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that Jungian phrase, you know, you or wherever it was, you know, you can't, what is it? You can't build a, you can't grow up to heaven until you descend roots down to hell or something. I forget how that goes, but. I know mm-hmm. what you're talking about, but I yeah. don't know what you're talking about. Like you can't about, grow like... a tree up to heaven until its roots are down in hell. I forget the exact phrasing of it. I know oh. what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Anything else, Dan? Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, hats off to Mbaku. He's definitely uh, become one of my favorites, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, brute strength, brute force, kind of a jerk, but likable, cocky as heck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then also has the tender side that he doesn't show very often mm-hmm. so yeah like to see yeah. curious to see if he becomes uh the next king of wakanda see what kind of ruler he could be mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So. yeah agreed yeah um so before i get into like what i loved about this movie i was curious because as you were talking about her not killing no more i'm like okay why wouldn't we kill him maybe he's supposed to be here longer mm-hmm for yeah. whatever reason so i just put in more comics just to see what came up real quick mm-hmm. um so he's actually a i'm assuming it's a, a version of an anti-hero yeah called mm-hmm. the submariner mm-hmm. did you know that mm-hmm. or did you either of you see that yeah i read a little bit about it when i was a, looking a little at bit, stuff yeah. for this yeah he, mm-hmm. he's, okay. he's basically marvel's answer to aquaman like yeah. he's the aquaman Actually, of the, Mar- of the no he kind of like two aquaman. years before aquaman in wait really that's what mm-hmm. it says yeah that might be true i know that he's not set he was supposed he to be set in atlantis but they removed it specifically for the movie because the aquaman movies had come out but i don't know i'm talking comic, about the comics but, like in the yeah comics. the comic no, book order that may be True. The comic yeah. book apparently um he appeared two years before DC revealed the king of Atlantis of uh, Mr. Aquaman. Um huh. he has he apparently was um the first mutant introduced in 1939 in the comic. Yeah, that part. Mm-hmm. Um like he apparently he is actually a very prominent and longevity character in the Marvel comic universe yeah i think he's gonna be sticking around actually Mm -hmm. probably their answer to marvel's no more all right that's interesting Hmm. yes side note i like that they were able to say mutant now that's that's their new uh seems to be trend heading into the mutant phase yep we don't have to say enhance anymore because we own Mm -hmm. x-men now we can say whatever we want Mm -hmm. 
we can yep. mm-hmm. thought about that yeah mm-hmm. but okay but yeah i was just curious like when we were i'm like is he gonna be around for a while oh yeah he technically has his own like I think yeah, he, he will be back. <laughs> was he like supposedly he was part of the Avengers for a while, so that may be a thing in freaking, the future, like with the new roster of Avengers, freaking Avengers, and all these different people. Oh, my God. oh it's just it's a revolving door, right? Oh, jeez. I could I can imagine like I imagine they're going. We'll see like Doctor Strange. We'll probably see Ironheart, and then Namor, mm-hmm. and then you know maybe somebody else. Let's I don't know. See here, Namor has served directly with the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, the Invaders, the Defenders, the X Men, and the Illuminati. He's just everywhere as a foil to them on occasion. So he kind of flops back and forth. He seems the type. I love flip flop characters. Me too. You never really know what's going on with them. Like Loki. Like, is he going to be good today or not? Mm -hmm. That's true. He's, um, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Sorry, I'm just kind of (laughs) looking. through his stuff it just fascinates it's a lot like if you go down that rabbit hole of marvel yeah well and it just it makes me laugh because we find atlantis and so many different um because his original home in the comics was atlantis Atlantis, yes but they took it out of this movie because aquaman already was right yeah unfortunately we're already made yeah because all the the people are going to be like oh you copied aquaman which we just learned is actually literally not true Uh aquaman copied no more well, there you go. Um, but you have uh, Atlantis in a bunch of different places. You have it in DC. You have it in Marvel. You have it in the Disney universe of Little yeah. Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greek. I mean, of course, it's Greek mythology. Like all these Greek mythology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, all these different things, and, and we just kind of nitpick it. But yeah. yeah. All right. We're kind of forever. <laughs> so i really enjoyed this movie um i hope i'm not called out like i was on the last title of the i don't episode. i have a very nice title for this one because it's Good for gracious. it's literally going to be titled for chadwick because that was the premise you know part of the big the, point of the movie at the beginning and the end so yeah you i'm not gonna have be... to call me out in the title but Wait, what were you called for so oh, funny the to title me of the episode of last week's episode the last two was... have been have been featuring ashley for titles <laughs> and they're not nice <laughs> they're funny though uh let's see here ashley hates thor and dot she dot put- dot all caps dot 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 <laughs> love and thunder love and thunder oh my goodness <laughs> and the other one is ashley doesn't care for dr strange <laughs> well you do kind of bash things when we uh you know i mean you had your reasons i will give you that you had your reasons but there's a lot of bashing I... going on do i have to like everything no but you you, you get very passionate hate. And you did well, say hate. Passionate over everything. Okay, True. I wrote it in my notes because that's what I was feeling in the moment. I wasn't actually going to say it on screen. But Dan called you out, and so and it Dan made the episode, and therefore it made the title. See, I didn't know that. I just assumed that, you know, what you said in the notes, you right? were going to bring to no, the No, uh, I don't always say everything down. in my notes. But to be fair, know. you wrote it, and it was very aggressive in the notes. I mean, you know. I mean, that was your first words. That was my first three that was your introduction watching it i literally had my stuff open i'm like i hated this i mean that's what they tell you in any novel or any screenplay like the first sentence or the first page that's the clincher that's what's going to set the tone for everything else well you did you set the tone for everything else just like this one says very much very much enjoyed the movie right there your very first very much enjoyed the movie yeah yeah 
I did. I cried through the whole movie, not the whole movie, but a good chunk of Most the movie. Of it, yeah. mm-hmm. um, we've kind of already talked about this. Uh, right. The tribute was very moving. Um, what did I say here? Okay, I was so why when when they even announced Black um, Wakanda fan, I'm getting them too mixed. I was about to say Black Forever. It's it's Wakanda Forever, Black Panther, <laughs> Wakanda Forever. Long time. Um, yes. mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually very worried about the storyline because I didn't know what they were going to do after losing Chadwick mm-hmm. um, because I do love his character so much I do love Black Panther he's one of my favorite Marvel characters mm-hmm. uh, but I think the writers did a great job and we've kind of already talked about this but showing the struggle within the loss because sometimes mm-hmm. I think we can when a character um, I'm not saying an actor but when a show kills a character normally i feel like the story moves on from it very quickly but i feel like we sat in it a lot more since mm-hmm. they decided to remove takala to takala t'challa from the movie i feel like we sat in the grief so much more than mm-hmm. what we do in other movies when a when a um character is removed now i think part of it is because we actually did lose chadwick who played right. uh chakala but um it's still they still could have moved on from it very quickly they still Mm -hmm. could have done what we normally do but they didn't we sat in it for pretty much the whole movie Mm -hmm. with with suri like dealing with this yeah her brother was her best friend she like they were very close and and the moment when the queen comes in and she's like running to save her brother and like she realizes in that moment he's gone i just i fell apart i'm like oh my gosh, I don't know what I would do if my parents like called me and told me something happened to my brother. Like Mm -hmm. you put yourself in the situation when you, at least for me, I put myself in that situation because I do have a brother and I do Mm -hmm. love him very much. And Mm -hmm. um, I could feel, I could kind of feel Suri's grief of what she could potentially be feeling. Um, And it it just, yeah. And the struggle of um, like through the movie, they kept saying the Panther's gone, the Panther's gone. I forgot the flower was destroyed by Kilmon- Kilmonder. Yep. Kilmonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kilmonder. <laughs> yes. Kilmonder. I forgot it was destroyed. They kept mm-hmm. saying it's gone. I'm like, guys, why don't we just, why are we not making a new Panther? And right. then I realized, oh yeah, I forgot. I totally yep. forgot that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this struggle of, of trying to find someone who can protect the country and, and rule it. And I will say the queen is a BA. Like yes. she was amazing at the oh beginning, especially when she's like, oh you don't you're not coming after our country what about these dum-dums who just walked in exactly like but i was now. like dang if i could do the snap thing i would have mm-hmm. um i can't do it um that thank you <laughs> Love um, it. uh it was just there's such powerful moments in this movie and there were such yes. moving moments and emotional moments um mm-hmm. and and and, and Namora's story i was like holy crud mm-hmm. he, they were trying to save their people and because of what they did they became mutinized um especially him uh and he lost his mother why did he how did his mom die again was it old age or did someone kill her uh it was was old age old age okay i can't remember um but just the loss that they've had uh, and now this this beautiful city underwater that they're trying to protect. I just feel like something else is coming with that, especially yes. at the end because his like his main two people were not happy 
about the troops. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were yep. ticked. They do not want to be part um, of that. I Mm-mm. feel like another war is coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I think this is building up towards something yeah definitely mm-hmm. building up towards something so I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see what happens there i'm interested he, yeah. to s- oh no go ahead no i was gonna say he's he's got some tricks up his sleeve though like at, at the end you know when his like lieutenant or whatever was chewing him out and he's saying like you know i, I just get the feeling like okay he's, he's biding his time like he accepts yep. his losses but he's not he's not down and out like he's down but he's not out yeah. you know he's got okay. some he's got other things in mind mm-hmm. yeah and uh oh Darn it, I lost my train of thought. That's my bad, sorry. No, it's okay. Oh, sorry. So I was curious when when the queen died in my head. I'm like, okay, is she even ready to be queen? And I'm glad she didn't. I'm thinking that makes sense for her character that she didn't try to be the ruler, that she has so much more that she's trying to figure out. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... Oh my gosh, that moment. We haven't even talked about it yet. That moment where we get to the very end and we see the ending credits of her being in mm. what country was it? Mm-hmm. Honduras, Costa Rica, whatever country they're in, or Haiti. Haiti. Well, they were in, in Haiti. Haiti. Yeah, because he's, yeah, Haitian. Mm-hmm. I thought you would bring it up. That's why I was letting him oh watch my gosh. you. Because <laughs> okay. you texted me oh, about I... it. So I was like, I have to oh. talk about it. <laughs> and there is a son. Yeah. Little Jr. We have a little Takala Jr. That's how they're bringing the character back. I'm so excited because mm-hmm. what I think is what I would love to see happen is like him as a teenager trying to figure everything out. Right. And, and see if he has to live up to like struggle with living up to his father and if, if he should like all the different things. Mm-hmm. I think it would be really cool to like now follow him and his I own agree. trilogy sort of deal. So um, the original movie, it was going to be T'Challa and his son, and they were going to be out in the world together after he came back from the blip and all that stuff and figuring things out. And yeah, so just to add to that fun feeling. Yeah. I didn't want to tell I you that. I, I didn't want to text you that and be like, by the way, he was supposed to be like a major part of this movie, and now he wasn't because yeah. of the, the death. Because I needed acid thrown on my heart. All right. Yeah, I'm like, this just course. makes it so much better. Okay. <laughs> Well, and my first thought before Shuri even asked was, "Does did, did T'Challa know? Did, mm-hmm. like, before they said anything, all I know is, like, they introduced this little boy, and I'm like, mm-hmm. did he know? Did mm-hmm. the queen know? Did anybody know? And mm-hmm. then we find out, yes, he yep. knew. He thought it was best for, like, he because of everything happening, he thought mm-hmm. it was best right. for him to be raised outside of Wakanda, right. um, that uh, Ramona, uh, Ram- Ramona, Ramona, <laughs> Ramonda knew about her grandchild so I'm like oh okay at least that didn't kill my heart because if no one knew that would have killed my heart Mm -hmm. oh that would have been bad but um it does make me happy that because I I I loved him and Nakia Nakia together and to not have that relationship after Black, the first Black Panther was kind of sh- like for my romantic heart was like, oh, poor Nakia. But she has a son to represent their love. So that mm-hmm. that makes me very happy. Yeah. Yeah. That whole last scene, though. Goodness. With the I fire know. going and where she finally sat down and was like, OK, I'm ready. Lord. Yeah. Do the ceremony. Let's do it. And I was just like, how long is this going to go on? And then, mm-hmm. of course. 
that led into the yeah the after credits reveal yes mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah oh, okay i'm done you're done <laughs> i'm done okay i don't have like a lot more to add um other than um, I said this was a darker film, but more so because we literally just came off of talking about Thor Love and Thunder, and that was definitely a very opposite tone of this yes. movie. Yeah, this was a lot. I, I, to go back to what we were just spent a lot of time talking about, it was really focused on grief and how we all deal with it differently. So like we said, mm -hmm. Shuri uses work as a distraction. She doesn't mm -hmm. want to deal with the fact that her brother is gone. She's sad, but she has stuff to do so she doesn't want to focus on it and ramonda she spent a lot of time talking about tradition and the afterlife and he's with the ancestors now mm -hmm. and sure he's very much like i don't believe in that nonsense i'm not buying into it this is garbage mm -hmm. but when her mom passes and she she's just like struggling so much and she wants and she does the whole she makes the the new flower to become the mm -hmm. black panther that scene was just so moving too because you know she's just so desperate and now she's so angry and so upset and she's not dealing with her feelings understandably and mm -hmm. so when she goes to that that afterlife when she gets that reveal and it's kill killmonger mm -hmm. killmonger instead of anybody she was expecting like yep. we were saying that's very fitting because of that mental state she was in she was just angry yep. and not processing and guess who else is just like her mm -hmm. there we go so yeah but it was a good reflection like you had you had said really well mm -hmm. dan about the whole reflection like, why are you here yeah. you chose me mm -hmm. yeah like this is who you are right now mm -hmm. so you're either gonna live in it or you're gonna move past it and now it's up to you and yep. she made her choice um and then yeah like you had brought up too, t'challa was fen fueled by anger and vengeance when his father died so same sort of thing and he came to accept you know more of a peaceful approach to things he didn't want to just be angry all the time which is where she got as well and then no more like we said he's also going through grief with his motherland with his mother and now he's just mad at everybody on earth because mm -hmm. of that the one small faction and what happened to him everybody on earth needs to pay now as far mm -hmm. as he's concerned so right. yeah it's very interesting and it's all to me it was just all related back to this grief and how you're mm -hmm. processing it and how you are going to deal with it and we got to see so many different ways to process yeah it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah this movie is just oh, so good yeah. it's deep man it's deep yeah it's so well written so well acted oh my gosh mm -hmm. just i just i feel like i can't make one complaint about it yeah Honestly, yeah. Mm -mm. Hmm. I was sad when she stripped the general of her titles. Yeah, yeah that was hard to was, watch. That was a hard one. That was, was very mad. difficult to watch. Yeah. yeah, she was upset. Like you said, you were going to take care of her, and you didn't. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to get punished. Yep. Okay, but in her defense, Shuri is not easily someone to listen. Like she doesn't listen to anyone. I mean, even if Akoya had put her foot down, did. it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Mm -mm. Even yeah. if Akoya had put her foot down, Shuri would have figured out a way. She yeah, she would have gotten out of there. Down. Mm -hmm. like, Shuri was telling her to wait outside and she like snuck in through the bathroom window and like was mm -hmm. right there just It was in just case. Like, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> it was literally the princess who did that to herself. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and I think- her mother should know better. No, yeah. I think Ramonda did know that to a certain extent, but- yeah. She's probably mad at herself. She's mad at the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she needed to do something about it to make herself maybe feel like she was doing something productive about it. And right. 
that's just the way it went. Well, it goes right back to what you were saying about grief. It's like, that's how she was, you know, she needed someone or some, mm -hmm. some place to put all of this, everything that she was carrying. Anger. And this was, mm -hmm. you know, Okoye was in the perfect line of fire for her. Yep. So that's like, exactly what happened. Understandable, but it's like, man, like Okoye that's really didn't deserve that. No. No, yeah. she did not. Whew. Yeah. So I wonder if Midnight Angel becomes like a thing now. Probably. That's my guess. I mean, I don't well, know if she became a subgroup of Dora Milaje. They become a subgroup okay. of the women's okay. thing. Cool. That's very cool. Sweet. At least it was in the comics. I don't know if yeah. they'll do it. They'll probably follow ours, that. Yeah, like. they went to all the trouble to introduce it. So I'm assuming they'll use it in the future. Huh, they work with Deadpool in the in the comics. Oh God, let's Deadpool. see that. See that? <laughs> uh, okay. Bring that around. They work okay. with Deadpool doing the during the Doom War between <laughs> Doctor Doom and Wakanda. Huh? Oh, okay. please make a version of that happen. Please, <laughs> I want to see Okoye and Deadpool in the same Did you room. Imagine? Oh, oh my goodness, that would be entertaining. Please that make that so happen. good. Let's hope. Intergalactic. I could see her Empire stabbing him just so many times and he just chuckles. Yeah, you would just find her very amusing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Well, I never did watch the second Deadpool. I need to do oh, that. Oh, you should. It's so good. Honestly, yeah, I, I loved the first one. It's mm -hmm. honestly better than the first one in a lot of ways. And I like the first really? one. Really? Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it really, in my opinion, it's even better. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And that's not I a detriment to, to the first on one. It's just, you know, it takes right. a, a step. A step higher. I'm excited to see what the third one is going to be. Because we got oh, Wolverine. The third back. one we have Wolverine. We do. Yeah. Because you know multiverse. He dies, but apparently he can come back. Nobody ever stays dead, except for Uncle Ben. Except, except for now. Uncle Ben. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine's Wolverine's back. Which okay, I put a poll. I put a poll yesterday on our t on our Instagram. Oh, did you about Jane? Oh, did you? Oh. Right now, only it. two people have it, it's up there for like one more hour. Um, only two people have uh answered us, uh huh. But it's two people we know, and two people well, one has been on this podcast, the other one hasn't yet, but she will be soon. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, I explain, Isaac, Isaac uh, agrees okay. with me, Isaac agrees with me, Isaac and I are not friends anymore, okay. Uh, Lexi, who hopefully will be on one of our Star Wars episodes. Yep, I'll okay. send her an invitation. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, Lexi can still come on then. That's fine. Ike has been uninvited to the podcast. Um, no, he's you still should, invited. You should remember yeah. this. <laughs> you cannot be on our Star Wars show anymore because I don't agree with your opinion. <laughs> then why are we on Very millennial show? Yeah. Actually, let me kick Ashley off. Can I remove you from this? Let's see. Can I just really? Take you off of <laughs> wow. Mm. Apparently, it's gonna go to just the pixie dust uh, fairy instead of the pixie dust twins. Yeah, we don't need you. <laughs> no, we have Dan now. Dan, Dan, and I can. Dan can be me. your pixie dust twin. Yeah, I don't need uh, you anymore. Bye. <laughs> pixie dust doesn't look good on me. To be fair, though, you do all the Star Wars stuff, and I don't want to deal with any of that. So I guess you can stay. 
That'd be like in uh, Back to the Future where it changes from Twin Pines Mall to a Lone Pines Mall. I don't know. That's in Back to the Future. Okay, good. You yeah. got the reference. Yes. Oh, yeah. Not many it. people get that reference. So I was like, uh, I was like no, I got it. Yeah. That's, that's great. What, that's what that would be like. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's alone. Halfway through that, I was like, crap, did I make an obscure reference? No one's going to get that. But. No, no, no. We got I it. I hope people will get that. Yeah. I know. It's Back to the Future. How would you not get it? It's yeah. like the movie for us millennials. True. Mm. Um, anything else about Wakanda Forever before we wrap up? No. Yes, I'm good. No. All right. Well, uh, Pixie Dusters, thank you so much for joining us today as we talked about Wakanda. We love to hear your opinion on the movie as well. Please go to our Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and share your opinion with mm-hmm, us. Please. Uh, next week, Sammy's going to be wrapping up Marvel Month with a... Uh, upcoming projects one is already actually out which i find funny um, yes but we are not talking about it this year so that's why i yes, made the list we'll go into detail i guess next year i'm assuming i don't yep. know i'm yep. not in charge of marvel march it will be um, next year yep <laughs> so join us next week for upcoming projects bye-bye bye-bye Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.